Hi everyone, Happy New Year and welcome to Lois Law Firm's newest webinar series. This one's going to be focusing solely on construction claims in New York. Um, for those of you joining me for the very first time, I will take a moment to juice myself. My name is Tashia Rasool. I am a partner here at Lois Law Firm. Here at Lois, we defend uh, employers and carriers in workers' compensation claims in New York and New Jersey. In New York, we have a team that's designated specifically to uh, work on and handle the uh, construction defense claims. Our attorneys and paralegal handle only these claims. Um, this year, we have two exciting things to share with you. The first is this webinar which uh, will air the first uh, Monday of every month. Uh, yours truly will be hosting the webinar. We will be discuss discussing a lot of issues that arise in uh, construction injury claims in New York. And the second exciting news is we now have a handbook that um, is specifically for defending construction claims in New York. It's fresh off the press. You can... Uh, get a hard copy if you send me an email, or if you don't want a hard copy, but instead want a PDF copy, you can download it directly from our website. So let me know which one you'd like, and I'd ensure you get, I get it to you. Um, so today's webinar is going to focus on the goals of uh, coordination between workers' compensation and general liability claims. Uh, just a couple of terminologies, I will be switching from general liability to GL to civil to third party. In any event, I'm talking about the same, the same thing. It's just that there are different terminologies to use. So what are we gonna to discuss today? We'll talk about the benefits of coordination. We'll talk about some tactics that benefit the employer, how to reduce litigation costs, avoiding collateral estoppel, which is essentially a legal issue, and reaching global settlements. And very importantly, this is live and you'll have the opportunity to ask questions and I will answer them at the very end. So if you have any questions, you can type them into the box uh, that looks like this and I'll get to them in the end. If I'm not able to get to them because we run out of time, don't worry, I'll email you with an answer. All right, so let's start with the big question. Why? Why are we coordinating? Why is this a big deal? Just a little bit of background. In New York, contractors pay more for general liability insurance, about 10 times more than any other states in America. And they spend millions of dollars a year in defending these claims in both the workers' compensation and the civil jurisdiction. And what is this thanks to? The uh, strict negligence uh, laws in New York, the labor laws, labor law 240, and of course, as we all know, the very claim and friendly workers' compensation system in New York. Many construction claims, construction injuries lead to two claims in two different courts, moving at two different pace with different outcomes. When it, what ends up happening is that because of this, we can, we can utilize tactics to benefit the employer, the insurance carrier, or the owner if it's a rapid policy. They're oftentimes catastrophic, they're complex, and they're costly. And this is really the reason why we're coordinating, because ultimately we need one solid protocol for coordination, which would eventually save the employer or the insurance carrier or the owner a lot of money in the end. So let's talk tactics. 
Workers' compensation claims move at a much quicker pace than a general liability claim. If a workers' compensation claim is being denied, it can be going to trial within 60 days. Yes, 60 days from the date of loss, believe it or not. Sometimes workers' compensation claims end and the GL claim has not even started because of the statute of limitations, which is three years in New York. So because the workers' compensation claim moves at such a fast pace, everything that's being done, all of the investigation, all of the discovery, uh, determination of compensability in the claim can be used to defend the general liability claim. There's also differences in the timelines because of how quickly the workers' compensation claims move. We're, we're getting witness statements earlier, we're taking the claimant's testimony earlier, we're getting uh, medical evidence earlier, IMEs earlier, even surveillance. We're getting all of this, which can help to tee up a, uh, a GL um, defense. The other, the, other, um, the other tactic that we often employed in these claims is the disparities in the claimant's counsel domain competence and motivation. We've been handling these claims for a very long time now, and we've learned that the claimant's attorneys and the general liability attorneys oftentimes do not understand what's going on in the other claims, or they just don't know what's going on. Because of this, we can help to educate the general liability defense counsel and also a mediator when these cases go to settlement. Toward the end, I will share with you a recent success we've had in collaboration and how it, how it saved, how utilizing these tactics have really saved the employer a lot of resources. The final tactic is creating jeopardy. That's something we love to do. The main way we can create jeopardy is by raising fraud, getting a fraud finding, but also um, by suspending benefits, having a surgery denied, disallowing body parts. These all can create jeopardy for the general liability claim. On the flip side, any deposition testimony um, that's taken on the general liability side can be used for purposes of fraud in the workers' compensation claim. So it's very important that we're collaborating between these claims. This is what we all want to hear. We can save some money. We can save the employer, insurance carrier, uh, the owner, some money by collaborating. Um, we've seen many cases where there's reduced litigation costs, for, especially in cases where there are wrap-ups, where there's an OSIP or a CSIP, where there's one common indemnitor, there's one owner whose money is at stake. Coordination can save a lot of costs. How is this possible? One investigation is being done. Discovery can be used in both sides, sub subject to uh, applicable disclosure rules and HIPAA and other privileges, of course. Surveillance. Surveillance can be obtained on the workers' compensation side without being disclosed unless we're using it to pursue fraud. If it's being obtained on the general liability side, it must be disclosed. Therefore, it should be, um, it, it's something that can be obtained on the workers' compensation side and done just once. And ultimately, we can foreclose one claim before trial and the other, usually the workers' compensation claim can be uh, litigated and um, closed before the general liability claim. However, our goal here is to uh, engage in settlement before we even um, get to a trial in a general liability claim, which could potentially lead to high exposure for the employer or the owner or insurance carrier. Collateral estoppel. 
this is a legal issue and it's not one that's very well known to everyone and how to use it. So what this means is if there's a finding in the workers' compensation court um, on a particular issue, if that identical issue is being raised and addressed in the general liability claim, the finding in the workers' compensation claim can be used in the general liability claim. So for example, if a body part is disallowed in workers' compensation, let's just say the back is disallowed, in the general liability claim, that, that can be used to essentially say, hey, the back is no longer a part of this claim and ultimately help to reduce exposure. However, the, the key issue is um, it must be an identical issue. Global settlements. Now, the best claim is a closed claim. Funny hearing that from an attorney, right? But it's true. All of her clients want the claim to be closed as soon as possible. For some strange reason, if you and I were to undergo a surgery, we'd be better and go back to work. But claimants, surgeries never make them better. The claims never get better. And so we just want to close them out. Um, I'm not going to touch too much. I'm not going to go in too much into global settlements today. I do have a webinar that is a session that's going to focus entirely on global settlements. However, just as an overview, the goal with the coordination is to achieve full and final settlement of the claims in both jurisdictions, closing out the exposure at the same time. And I know the big burning question is, well, what happens to my lien? We'll talk about that. The lien is something you can still technically recover. You can do a full lien waiver, a partial lien waiver, or um, in, in, order to, uh, in order to close out the workers' compensation claim via Section 32 along with the general liability. So rest assured, your lien is not lost in these global settlements. All right, so that's it for the overview for today. Uh, these were the main reasons why we are, um, why we should be coordinating and collaborating. This is the reason for the protocol. The ultimate reason is to save cost and close out the cases in a timely manner. Um, I promised you an example, I'll tell you. So I recently had a case where um, it was established for the shoulder and the back and the claimant was uh, trying to get the neck, traumatic brain injury and the knee into the claim. Uh, general liability had predicted the claim would be settled for approximately 2.5 to $3 million. Their demand was $3.7 million. In the workers' compensation claim, we were able to get body parts excluded, we were able to get surgery denied, and benefits were also suspended and labor market attachment raised. Uh, we attended the mediation along with the general liability um, the defense attorney and were present for the mediation. And lo and behold, the claimant's attorney was telling the mediator that you know the additional body parts are going to be established. He's due for the surgery. Um, you know his benefits are going to continue. And a good thing that we were there, we we're able to correct the record and let the mediator know exactly what was going on. Um, because there was collaboration and we employed the tactics um, that we 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 believe should be employed. Both cases, the general liability and the workers' compensation case, were settled for three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. 
If that's not big savings to the client, then I don't know what is. Uh, this happened about two months ago. It's one of our most recent successes and one of the reasons we keep uh, reinforcing the reason and the benefits for uh, collaboration between the workers' compensation and general liability claims. So now that I've gone through the overview of what to expect for this year, what's next? Mark your calendar. February 3rd is the next webinar, and I'm going to be focusing on the New York uh, labor laws that make this such a miserable process for all of us, the strict liability um, that comes with it, that the claimants or the plaintiff's attorneys are just milking day in and day out, but we have some good strategies for you. Um, we're going to be taking a closer look at achieving all of these goals as the webinars go by. Um, we're going to talk also about risk, risk reduction and transfer schemes. I'll have a special webinar on wrap-ups and OSIPs and CSEPs. I'll tell you when the judges and workers' comp court hear about wrap-ups, they start spazzing because they don't really understand what it means. I'll also have a session on insurance policy and coverage issues. I'll give you some good examples of how it, how We've been able to uh, get out of coverage based on our wrap-up policy, looking at the policy language. Um, I'll be going through relevant laws. I know that can be dry and boring, but I'll try to make them interesting for you. And I will give you lots and lots of real-life examples. And just a reminder, all of the webinars are going to be live, so you can ask questions. Also, while I do have a schedule planned, if there's anything you'd like to hear me talk about in any of the webinars, send me an email and I'll incorporate them if they're not already included in there. All right, so time for questions and answers. All right, I don't see any popping up right now. I don't know if that's right or if that's just me not seeing anything, but in any event, if you can think of any questions, just send me an email and I'll email you right back. Anything you can think of, whether it's based on what we discussed here today or anything that you've experienced or any other questions you've had on construction claims in New York, I'll be glad to answer them for you. All right, that's it. Thank you for joining me here today and I'll see you next month.